Hi, I'm Chris Maragakis of Simply Be Retreats and Therapies. I'm a life coach, therapist and podcaster. Welcome to Mindful Mutterings. Please like, share and subscribe. And as always, thanks for listening. Hi, thank you for joining me. Um, this episode is dedicated to Joe, um, who came up with some suggestions for me and the first one that I'm taking her up on is um, explaining how we can overcome the fear of failure. Um, I guess this starts in our childhood, you know, we, we tell children that they can't fail and that the word fail simply means first attempt in learning and we absolutely mean it when we're talking to them. But that's not necessarily what they see us doing and how they see us engaging with our successes and failures or what we perceive to be a failure. Um, and the sadness is that then we grow up and all of a sudden we're meant to know exactly what to do and get things right all of the time. Um, and we're no longer allowed to fail at anything. And if we do, we can be penalised or ridiculed or we feel inferior. And it just it just becomes the most awful experience. And and then that can cause anxiety and depression and we then we don't try anymore and, and it's a terrible shame because the best way to learn is through experience but then to take that experience and mindfully analyze what we've uh, noticed and what we can do well and what we can improve on next time and that's how we grow so um why do we have this fear of failure well i guess it comes a lot of the time from what we've seen growing up you know maybe some of it comes from our parents who always expected us to do well at everything and they probably didn't realize that they were putting pressure on us but it's the fact that they had this expectation that we would always do well and they they probably felt that they were empowering us or that they were positive parenting because you, you never know how someone interprets your actions um, so some of it probably comes from there. Some of it might come from the fact that we've tried to do something and it's not gone the way we wanted it to. And, you know, that's caused us upset or we feel like we've put ourselves in a situation where we could be ridiculed or we've made ourselves vulnerable. Um, so the reason we have this fear of failure is because we become attached to how we want things to be. Our ego thinks that we are the most important thing and that we should have what we want or think we want when we want it and we're attached to things working out in a certain way and we're very controlled by what other people's expectations and what we are told we should achieve at different points in our life you know for example by the time you're 25 you know you should have a house a car a good job when you're 30 maybe you should have a partner and a child and on and on it goes and when we don't get the things that we think we want or we think we should have, we get frustrated and stressed or angry and depressed and we see ourselves lacking in some way. But there are three things to be aware of here. Firstly, all of these things are external things to acquire. And while we may well achieve them and we may well achieve them, you know, by the time that we set ourselves, if we're not actually happy, if we're not strong and resilient within ourselves, then we're still going to feel that something is lacking because the the joy of achieving something or feeling that, you know, we've nailed it is transient. It won't last long because there's not a deep feeling of contentment inside of us. The other thing is we have to ask really who comes up with these ridiculous ideas of what we should have achieved by when, you know, everyone's an individual. We've all got our own paths to walk. What is my idea of success might not be somebody else's idea of success and it's about putting pressure on people and it's a form of control so it's about understanding that it's more important that you are honest with who you are and how you want to live life and then commit to it 
you know measuring people by what they have rather than who they are is pretty shallow and transient and says much more about the emptiness of the people who are doing the judging than it does about you and thirdly you know why are we worrying about what we think we should have we're, we're brought up in a culture of lack you know we're always taught to look for what we don't have because then we'll go and buy you know it's we're a consumer culture and it's much better better to focus on what we do have and celebrate that and be grateful for it um because there's always there's always something to celebrate in life and being happy with what we have tends to attract more opportunities for us to grow as people so uh, ways that you can look at um what your you have in your life and and the way that you interpret your idea of failure or the fear that goes around the idea that you might fail at something and um, generally speaking it's we're worried about what other people think you know we're worried what they they think we might not be good enough they think we might not have done something properly they think we might not have enough whatever it is we tell ourselves these stories and you know believe it or not you're not the center of everybody else's universe they're probably not watching your every move because they're preoccupied with their own issues you know they're worrying about what someone else thinks of them and if they are watching your every move then that's because they don't have a life of their own and that is most definitely not your problem um also you're not here to impress them you're here to find a way to impress yourself you know if you are true to yourself then people will either like or and respect you or they won't and you can't you can't change that you can't make people like you um you know they have free will and that's their choice and that's exactly as it should be but when you're trying to be someone to everyone it's exhausting it's absolutely exhausting but when you are true to yourself all those layers of underlying anxiety drop away and the energy that you were previously using on trying to work out how you needed to be to make people like you can then be used on living the life that you want to live and when you are authentic and you're true to yourself, so much of life's conflict falls by the wayside and the people that get you will be attracted into your life. And so you will then end up with people that support you and think like you and, you know, life flows much, much easier. Um, there are no such things as good and bad experiences. There are only experiences that we pass judgment on depending on our conditioning, our behaviours and our beliefs. And using mindful awareness where we become aware of our thoughts and the way that we act and the language that we use um, can help us to understand where our idea that we must be a certain way or we must achieve a certain thing comes from. And it's usually going to come from, you know, family or upbringing because they're, they're the people we wanted to please. And it was their interpretation of how we, we were that gave us our sense of well-being. Um, and we put so much pressure on ourselves to be successful. Um, but we have to question whose success criteria are we actually measuring ourselves by? Um, and why are we giving it that much credibility anyway? Surely, you know, we should be doing what makes us happy. No one else has walked our path. No one knows how big a win something is for us. And that's what's important and the more pressure we put on ourselves to do things a certain way the more scared we become of even trying and then we suddenly find ourselves in a cage that we've put ourselves in because we're so so scared of of failing or being perceived to fail that we won't actually try anything and that's that's a terrible shame um and the fear really unless you're in a life or death situation it isn't real it's the brain's way of keeping you in a safe place that it knows how to manage um so that 
you don't you don't do anything that freaks the brain out really and puts yourself at risk as far as it's concerned but what it does with these these routines and the brain loves us to go through daily routines is it 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 stops us from living it stops us from pushing our boundaries it stops us from stepping out of our comfort zone and that then stops us from building our resilience and growing um, as an individual so the when you you have to question really where the fear is coming from so it's really really useful sometimes to ask whether what you're thinking is reality or an opinion you know where the fear comes from the fear of failing what is is it real is there a real fear that you can fail or is there just a a feeling that maybe you won't do as well as you think you should do and maybe you need to be looking at why you're putting so much pressure on yourself and where that pressure is coming from and the other thing to ask yourself is what is the worst thing that can happen if it doesn't go to plan you know it's unlikely that the world's going to stop spinning because something didn't go the way that you think it should but it's better to try and it maybe not go as you want than not to try at all and then you can ask yourself, how would you feel if you succeeded? You know, if this thing that you want to do or this thing that you want to achieve goes well for you, how will your life look then? How will you feel? How will your, the people around you respond to you? Um, and then it's about risk assessing it. And if the risk is reasonable, then go for it. It's so good for us to step out of our comfort zone. And then once you've decided you've done all of these things and, you know, you've questioned where the fear is coming from and you've worked out where you need to go for you to feel that you're a success, then it's about mitigating the risks and it's about giving yourself the best opportunity for success. So the first thing is to work out what you want to achieve. And to do that, I can't stress enough how important it is to use positive, clear, concise language. Whether you're writing it down or you're, you're visualising it or what it is, you need to have a clear, positive outcome in your mind. And the words that we use have such powerful vibrations that we need to be careful that we're not affirming a negative or we're not affirming something that we don't want to attract. For example, you know, I am scared, I am fearful. I am are the two very, very powerful words. And you, what you're doing is affirming the fact that you're scared or you're, you know, you might fail. And so it's watching the language that we use when we're thinking about things and when we're, we're planning things. The next thing is to identify your strengths so that you can play to your strengths and then be really, really honest about where your weaknesses lie, because everybody has weaknesses. You know, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's about then understanding how these weaknesses can impact on what it is you're trying to achieve so that you can put support in place so that you can be proactive and you can and you can stop those weaknesses from contributing to things not going the way that you want them and that might mean that you have to ask someone else for support you know everybody has to ask someone for support at some point the next thing is to set a realistic time scale you know it's not going to happen immediately and if you give yourself time to prepare and you give yourself time to put things in place you're more likely for things to go the way you want them to but sometimes some of the things that we're wanting have such huge there's such a huge amount of work that needs to be done that then we then feel overwhelmed and then the overwhelmed makes a fear escalate and then anxiety kicks in and actually then we become paralyzed and we can't do anything and so we don't we stop still so it's about looking at the tasks that we need to do and breaking them down into small manageable jobs and then doing something each day towards achieving our goal um, and then staying focused and working through the tasks methodically and proactively 
Um, like I said, it's very easy to get distracted, but we just need to break these tasks down. So they're, they're small and they're easy to achieve and we can do something regularly to get us where we want to go. And then it's about not worrying about what anyone else thinks. You know, take the pressure off yourself and only concern yourself with your business. What? How do you feel? What do you need to do? Where? How will this improve your life? What can you do to support yourself? And that includes being mindfully aware of your thought processes. You know, the work needs to start with you and you need to look at why you put yourself under pressure or where this fear of failure comes from. And then you need to ask yourself if it's real because it's probably not your fear. Originally, it probably it's probably come from things that you've observed over life. And so it's about working out how you can start to let go and overcome these feelings of um, insecurity. Um, so I guess that's kind of it really. And then it's just about going for it and having faith that it will work out. I mean, to be honest, you cannot control the future. You can have an idea where you want to go and you can have an idea what your life, how you want your life to look, but you can't make that happen because there's so many variables. But if you have faith, then you might, you can assume that things will work out for you. I mean, either way, you're going to have to deal with reality when it appears. So you might as well always assume that things will work out and things will go well. Positivity, focus, mindfulness, clarity and faith are the key to success. And what you focus on, you attract. So you're amazing. You are amazing. And what you are going to do, um, and however you view the way that you're going to do it, will work out in some way. It might not work out the way that you wanted it to. But if you're open to the experience that it's there and that this is the reality that you're dealing with and you look at what's gone well in the situation and you look at what you can do next time to make it go even better or to be a more more positive experience then you're learning and that can never ever be classed as a failure so they're my um ideas and tips and strategies around trying to manage fear of failure um if you'd like to do some work with me on overcoming your fear, then please get in touch. You can contact me via the website, simplybe.org.uk. If you have any suggestions for a podcast in the future, please also get in touch, um, either through the website or you can email me at cm at simplybe.org.uk. And um, thank you very much for joining me. I hope you'll join me for the next one. Take care. Bye.